0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org.
1: So what we're going to do now is uh, we're going to break up into groups. And what we're looking to do is um, we're going to ask you in your group, uh, it's going to be like either six or seven people, to come up with um, the definition of three things. Uh, what it means to speak truthfully. What it means—I'll repeat them. But I, so, so think about it for a moment. What it means to speak tr- to speak truthfully, what it means to see the truth, and what it means to embody the truth. Okay. And uh, what I'll do is I'll repeat it once you're in your group okay so once you find your group uh, find a group of six or seven and then be quiet for a moment while I repeat the questions okay and so somebody needs to write it down because we're going to share the definitions uh, so see if you can kind of as a group come up with a consensus so, three definitions. so the three definitions you'll be doing okay so once you find your group I'll repeat the three questions again okay the three uh, the three things so go ahead and find yourselves in a group of six or seven Aim for six, and then uh, whoever doesn't have a group can can, uh, add themselves. Feel free to use the conference room or go out into the outer hall if you want. Okay, so just to repeat the three uh, things you're going to define The first one is uh, define what it means to speak truthfully The second one is define what it means to see the truth To see the truth And the third one is what it means to embody the truth So, we're going to take about um, uh, 10 minutes for each of those. So, go ahead and, and uh, I'll just kind of ring a bell in about 10 minutes so kind of you can pace yourselves. Um, so, the first one's to, uh, what it means to speak truthfully. Great. Right. So now we're going to, uh, we'd like to hear back from you on what you came up with. And so just to kind of do it in a little bit of an organized way, I'm going to point in that direction to start with. So uh, someone from one group who came up with a definition of uh, what it is to speak truthfully. So someone in that side of the room? who's? Okay.
2: <laughs> kind of came up with a list. Um, It's
3: freedom, safety, confidence. It's not perfect. Um, It's a felt sense in the body. Leaving the spin out. uh, It's without attachment. And staying
2: with the body when speaking and knowing where it's coming from.
1: Great, thank you. Uh, Someone from another group on the same one.
3: Um, We said speaking without greed, hatred, or delusion, or speaking from compassion, love, or generosity. Um, And we wanted to distinguish um, truthfulness or speaking truthfully from honesty and not being quite the same thing. There can be a, a larger truth than just saying something is a lie.
1: Great, thank you. Next group.
0: Here. we also had a list um, speaking from what is known what, finding voice for immediate direct experience with a component of mindfulness in it um, touching into what is embodied and seen that came up almost immediately in our group that speaking the truth involves an element of empathy and interconnectedness and that it is without assumptions or directives about another person's experience in other words we're not trying to either control the way they react to us or tell them to do anything and um, um, the, I guess the last thing was allowing this moment whatever it is from one's own actual visceral experience
1: Great, thank you Another group.
4: After going through a long list of things, we synthesized ours into a short, pithy sentence.
1: <laughs>
4: we decided it was to report present moment experiences based on our senses without intention to deceive. Wow, that's good.
5: Okay.
1: Could you repeat that? Somebody asked, could you repeat it, please? She wants me to repeat it. Wait, someone <laughs> asked for. It was
4: true. report present moment experiences based on our senses without intention to deceive.
1: Great. Okay. Thank you.
2: The truth is we had a very difficult time coming up with the same definition. <laughs> but my, my understanding is that as a group there was a tendency to flip the order and to first experience true seeing and then the embodiment of truth and then from those two, an expression. And I think, was that, was yeah, that right? Yeah. OK. Thank you. <laughs> right, thank you.
1: <laughs> and one more group over here.
6: I'll
5: try to repeat what's been said. Uh, Speak the truth uh, the best I can. And what I know to be true, uh, not only facts, but it's, it's a felt sense. Uh, only speak uh, what I see, not my opinions. Uh, my truth can differ from your truth, so to acknowledge that. Um, speak from a vulnerable place. Uh, in the case of that wedding at the Spirit Rock was mentioned uh, without, uh, without that safe place it was mentioned Well, would you have said that at any other wedding uh, so you have to be in a safe place then you can be vulnerable you can be honest and you can speak the truth uh, and also speaking truth means putting yourself out there your whole self not hiding uh, and uh, without deception of self
1: others. Great. And was there one more group that would like to add something to it? Where? Yes?
7: Individual? I actually don't
0: want to <laughs> give our definition.
7: No, I'm not... I'm, so here's the thing. is I, I think I left much more confused <laughs> than when I got to the group. And it was really interesting. Because we kept struggling to um, define to get away from uncertainty, but we just couldn't. And uh, it was really refreshing because I kind of feel like this is a somewhat self-selecting group in order to have the Discipline to do a regular meditation practice mindfulness practice, and oftentimes in the uh, large groups it 's a lot of head nodding and yes yes that and and that 's great, but this was interesting because it was no i don't i don 't know what you 're saying <laughs> um, and it just it carried a very different charge, and it was a, it was an interesting exercise so i 'm not sure if i know what it means to speak truthfully or to see truth or to embody truth. I'm not even sure that I know who I am. So, <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, it's okay.
1: Great, thank you. Um, so let's go ahead, and, and even though some of you have touched it, so if um, you know, what does it mean to see the truth? So any of the groups want to uh address that? Had a definition? Somebody had a definition. We have a list. I know that. What? We have a list. Go ahead. Yeah, let's let's go with your list. Go ahead. Over. No. Yeah. Okay. Oh. too.
0: Okay. I'll try to turn it into a sentence. <laughs> so, um A sense of honesty coupled with mindfulness when discerning what is happening. Seeing the truth is much easier, um, a number of us discovered, when there's an absence of self-interest or self-identification at the center of what we're seeing. And a sense of very total open curiosity of of testing in the moment what may be true rather than holding to a fixed view about what is. The other piece that came up was um, the value of a sense of compassion and kindness for ourselves and others in the process of seeing and discovering the truth.
2: Great.
1: Thank you. And um, anybody have anything to add to that that wasn't said on that? Any other definitions? Yeah, go
7: ahead. Oh, I think yeah. we um, talked about how it's um, something rings true, just as the bell rang. Um, and
6: it's, when it rings true, it's something that's experienced in the body, in the heart, in the, in the gut, say. You know, you know it to be true because there's a knowing that's embodied as well.
2: Great. Yes. Am I on? Yeah. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Um, Just a couple of nuances that our group added was um, uh, specifically a feeling of release or relief in the body. That's how we knew that we were seeing truthfully and also seeing without a sense of fogginess. And then also have to say that while we were working on this um, question, we... um, we were practicing expressing truthfulness within the group that we all had a lot of aversion in various ways to answering it and <laughs> trying to come up with any definitions. So, um, I don't know. That seemed to help us a little bit to express <laughs> it. It was like pulling teeth, things like that. Uh, we noticed uh, that
3: seeing truth... Um, Felt like it was a little bit of an internal or individual experience. Um, And we also then had a little discussion about whether um, seeing it also involved seeing some pathway towards acting on it or if that was a separate thing. Mm. You know, if there could be seeing of truth but not see the path. And I'm not sure we totally resolved that, you know, Except that, you know, embodying the truth then goes more towards this walking and, and doing something about it. One more minute,
1: you would resolve it, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, yes.
4: Uh, we added, uh, and we're discussing the um, having a sense of verification, not that it's not gossip; <laughs> it's not something you pulled off of. Internet or something, you know, (laughs) that you somehow you you have. We felt we needed some sort of verification to um, see the truth. So you can't be Fox News. We never came up with a good definition because it was just a really difficult wrestle. But um, we felt we, we. Uh, Came up with, we felt it viscerally, it was authentic, it was inherently subjective, it resonates with your experience, comes from a trusted source, it's not necessarily speech and none of the above.
1: (laughs) Great. Thank you. Um, Any more on this question or should we go on to the last? Yes.
4: Saying
2: something
1: clearly is a flash of insight Okay, saying something clearly is a flash of insight Great, thank you So so what does it mean to uh, embody the truth?
2: Yes I was going to use mine To embody the truth is to disappear And then you don't have a body <laughs> um. <laughs> um.
7: Is it this
2: here? Oh yeah. And not not cause harm. Um, in uh, involves intention, relaxed and in the moment, mindful. Um, improves relationships, seeing and speaking truthfully, um, uh, the Eightfold Path and the Four Noble Truth, and appropriate response and non reactivity. Okay, thank you.
1: And behind you, please. Well, this was another one of the ones we struggled with, and if I correct me, if uh, I think the words we came up with were to be congruent or to be in harmony so that what you said, how you felt, and your body language was all uh, one. Does that sound right? I personally really didn't like any of the three questions and I particularly didn't like this one. Um, I don't want to embody anything. It sounds too inflated to me to embody the truth sounds like something, I mean, uh, uh, as I said in the group, every now and then I say something that's right on. That's about as far as I'm going to get with embodying the
4: truth. (laughs) Great, thank you.
0: She's finally (laughs) (laughs) at She's being recorded, you know.
4: had the same struggle because we kept coming back to that sounds too much like religion and the light of God and things like that, that but we got past that <laughs> <laughs> and we came up with um, synthesized everything into collectedness in body and mind and a sense of well being and with courage and strength living the truth Of what you speak. In other words, walk the walk, talk the talk, kind of stuff. Okay,
1: thank you. So, anybody have anything to add that hasn't?
0: Just a couple of things on our list. Um, Opening to the full range of experience and being in a way that is congruent. With that, and there was a lot of discussion around alignment of intention and action, and how that also led to the qualities of forbearance and patience. And and that equanimity is what allowed the full range of experience to be embodied.
1: Mm. Okay, thank you. So, one more over here. I was really uh, struck by
4: how difficult it was in our group and um, so I've just sort of been contemplating that and compared to the morning in terms of how it was to talk and think, reflect individually about truthfulness and I think uh, one of the reflections I have is that um, the process of trying to create a definition felt like a um, narrowing or a constricting Mm -hmm. and and so the more constricted we got I feel like the further we got from truth in a way for me I feel like there's, truth is much more of an opening or a broadening um, allowing and so it was almost for me that in the process I, I was going the opposite direction away
1: from what it feels like to be in truth great thank you so um, yes
5: so uh, in our group, we were they expressed how it means feeling the experience in the self, and then emulating that in your, you know, worldly relationships, and acknowledging that there's other truths, that so that inviting the truth doesn't mean I'm going to indoctrinate you with my truth, and and we came up with this interesting um, metaphor, so to speak, of of the feminine. Idea of truth, and the masculine side of truth. So, feminine truth is it's intuitive, it's being open to the truth, it's receptive to the truth, um, and receiving others, empathic, being you know receptive to other people's truth. And then the masculine side, which was I noted was kind of the Western view. It's something you impart to others, you indoctrinate, you teach them, you know. And in fact, even in the Vedic conception, the teacher is compared to, the, to uh, the man who inseminates you, the woman, the disciple who's female, with the truth. So that it's that, literally being receptive and being you know, inseminating. So that's interesting.
1: Thank you. <laughs> so now that we've been inseminated... <laughs> <laughs> um,
7: Gil's gonna. Um. <laughs>
6: I don't know what it's already been consummated. I don't know if we need to go <laughs> to go any further. <laughs> Thank you for the day. Um, uh, One of my definitions for honesty is that honesty is mindfulness out loud. Because to be mindful is to be truthfully acknowledge the best we can what's happening in the moment, in a very simple way, without interpretation or condemnation or or appropriation. Just this is how it is, and. and uh, to do it verbally, in honesty, is to just do it out loud. and Learn to do the same thing there, to be able to say how things are without interpretation or, or condemnation or appropriation or bias, just this is how it is. Um, and I, it's, uh, I don't think that we can do this practice of mindfulness, the Buddhist practice, without a commitment to being truthful, uh, even if we don't know what it is there still has to be the commitment to try to discover, to investigate, and, um, and try to shed the things that uh, deceive us, the things that uh, distort our perception of what is or of ourselves. And maybe the, path that the pursuit of truth has a lot to do with shedding rather than acquiring. And becoming the truth, being the truth, maybe is more, again, more about uh, dropping things away that interfere with being truth than it is by acquiring something so we can be true or something um, the, um, before we end today I think I'd, I'd like to hear from you uh, the kind of popcorn style from s- some of you um, maybe one word from each of you of what this day has been like if you have one, one word to summarize what your experience of the day has been like or where you've come to the end of the day or something can you offer one word for that about how the day is yes
7: joyful
6: Joyful, thank you. Clarifying. Clarifying. <laughs> Challenging. Challenging. Powerful.
0: Hmm? Powerful.
6: Powerful. Powerful. Confusing.
2: Confusing. Inspirational.
6: Inspirational. Enriching.
7: Enriching.
6: Cathartic. Cathartic. Fun, <laughs> unsettling, changeable. changeable, okay, okay,
2: <laughs> good, enough. Good. <laughs>
6: good enough, good good enough is enough. Expensive. What?
2: Expensive.
6: <laughs> you came all the way from Holland for this?
7: <laughs>
5: okay, I'll comment. Rewarding.
6: <laughs> Rewarding. Communal. Communal. Mm-hmm. Provocative. Provocative. Confusing. Confusing. Juicy. Juicy. (laughs) Birthing. 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 Well, he's 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 in the head of us. (laughs) 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 Most of us are inseminated, and he's already. (laughs) 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 Thank you. (laughs) If only the teachings worked that quickly. (laughs) Yes. Challenging. Amusing. Amusing. <laughs> great. Well, thank you. It's, th- is that enough? Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Ed. Ed. Like,
7: interesting.
6: Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So great. It was great to get, you know, and I'm sure there's other variety, but it's, it's all allowed. It's, you know, all the responses are good. I hope if we practice with them, if we use it to investigate further. And as I said this morning, um, the, um, the love of truth is more important than the love of self. That um, um, I think it's useful to think of that truth is bigger than self, but self is never bigger than truth. <clears throat> that uh, whatever we call the self, or think of the self, occurs within the truth. And, um, and so the pursuit of truth, the interest in the truth, the love of truth um, hopefully becomes more important for you than the love of self. Um, Because the love of self, as important as invaluable as it might be, might stand in the way of our ability to see deeply and clearly into what's going on here. And it's a beautiful thing to have love of truth, to have that as a guiding light or a motivation or an intention or a practice and to, and to, but what's so beautiful is to know that it's beautiful, to know that it's valuable. So much so that you find yourself in great difficulty, that you can take refuge in your love of truth and the valuing truth and looking for the truth and coming from the truth and speaking the truth the best you can. So I hope that uh, all of you, uh, from this day, uh, are provoked. Hopefully, those of you who are confused are confused in a really good way, so that uh, you investigate and look and I'm uh, more, more sensitive to something to discover. And I hope that this day has given you a heightened appreciation of truthfulness as an important part of practice. And, um, and so the next time we meet, which is on April 15th, right? April 15th, uh, the parami is resolve, <clears throat> or uh, aditana, uh, resolve or determination. And um, you can probably consider you know, that there's an important or wonderful connection between truthfulness and knowing what it is or having some connection to it and the ability to have resolve or determination. So thank you very much for participating today and sharing yourself with others and being part of the community.